the very short story of the foolish little mice by Clara Dia Pearson. Listen to today's story. What happened to the mice who didn't listen to his parents? The mice who lived in the barn around the farm in the Ganaries had many cousins living on the farm who were very pleasant people to know. Anyone could tell by looking at them that they were related, yet they were very different in size, in the color of their fur, in their voices, and most of all, in the ways of living. Some of these cousins could come to visit at the barn in the winter, and there was little to eat in the fields. The meadow mice never did this. They were friendly with the people who came from the farmyard to graze in the meadow, yet when they asked to return the call, they said, no, thank you. We are, we are an outdoor family, and we never enter houses. We do not often go to the farmyard, but we are always glad to see you here, so please come again. When the cows are in the meadow, they watch for the tiny people and stop short if they hear voices from the grass nearby. Of course, the horses are careful, for horses will never step on any mice, large or small, if they can help it, but they are very particular about this. All through the meadow, you can see, if you look sharply, shallow winding paths among the grasses. And these paths are worn by running to and fro of the meadow mice. Their homes are stumps of trees or higher in the ground near the ditches. In these homes, the baby meadow mice stay until they are large enough to go out to the great world and eat roots, grasses, and seeds with their fathers and mothers. Sometimes they do go out a little way of their mother before this, and they go into a very funny fashion. Of course, when they are babies, they drink warm milk from her body, as most children of four-legged people do. Sometimes a young metal mouse does not want to stop drinking his milk when it's time for his mother to leave the nest. So he just hangs on to her with his tiny, toothless mouth, and when she goes, she drags him along on the ground beside her. The ground is rather rough for short little soft babies, and they do not go far in this way, but they are glad enough to snuggle down again with their brothers and sisters. There is no danger of their being lonely, even when their mother is away, for the meadow mice have large families. When there are ten babies of the same age, or even only six, which is thought of a small family among the people. It is not possible for one to ever feel alone. There were two fine meadow mice who built their nests in the bank of a ditch and went much like all their relatives. They had raised many children to full-grown mousehood and they were kind and wise. When the children were married and had homes of their own, they still liked to come back and visit their parents. The father and mother were gentle and kind as all mice are, and were almost as handsome as when they first began to gnaw. Nobody could say that he ever saw a bit of dust on them either. Their brown fur of their upper part of their body and their grayish white fur underneath always lay sleek and tidy, and from their long whiskers to the tip of their hairless tails, they were as dainty as possible. That was the one reason why they were so fine-looking for you know, it makes no difference how beautiful one may be in the first place. If he does not try to clean up, if he is pleasant to look at, while well, many quite plain people are charming because they look well and happy and clean.
Now this pair of mice had eight mouse babies in their nest. Their babies were no longer larger than bumblebees at first and very pink. That was not because their fur was pink, but only because it was so very short that though it and their skin, one saw the glow of the red blood in their veins. Did you ever see such beautiful babies? said their mother proudly to her neighbors. They are certainly the finest I've ever had. Her friends smiled, and for she always said the same thing whenever she had little ones. Yet they understand, for they had children of their own, and they knew, although mother love all alike, there was always a time when the youngest seemed the most promising, and that is before they are old enough to be naughty. The days passed, and the eight babies, mice, Meadow mice ate and slept and pushed each other around and talked in their sweet, squeaky voices. They were less pink every day and more color of their father and mother, brown on top, white on the bottom. They grew too so fast that their nest was hardly large enough for them, and their teeth were showing in their tiny pink mouths. Their mother saw that they would soon be ready to go out in the world, and she began to teach them things they need to know. She took them outside to the nest each pleasant day and gave them lessons in running and gnawing and showed them how to crouch down on the brown earth and lie still until danger was past. After she had told them many things, she would ask them short questions to make sure they remember. How many great dangers are there? She asked. Five, answered the little mice. Who are they? Hawks. Weasels, cats, and men. Tell me about hawks. Hawks are big birds who float in the air. They have sharp eyes, and when they see a mouse, they drop down to catch them. They fly in the daytime. Tell me about the owls. They are big birds who fly by night, making any noise. They can see far away, and they catch mice too. Tell me about the weasels, said the mother. They are slender little animals, twice as long as mice. They have small heads, four legs, and sharp claws. They have brown on their backs and white underneath. And sometimes when the weather's very cold, they turn white all over. Tell me about the cats. Cats are very much bigger than weasels and are many colors. They have long tails and whiskers and dreadful great eyes. They walk on four legs and make no noise because they have cushions on their feet. Tell me about the men. Men are very big, two-legged, and they grow taller than cows. They make noise walking, and they can neither smell us nor see us from afar. And what do you do when you see these dangers coming? We run away as fast as we can from the hawks, weasels, owls, and cats. And if a man comes near us, we lie perfectly still to watch him and not move unless we are sure he sees us or is likely to step on us. Men do not know much about mice as other dangers do. And what if you are not sure that some creature is a hawk, an owl, a weasel, or a cat? What do you do then? asked the mother. If we ever think it may be, we are to run. Where are you to run? At once. Say that again. 
We are to run at once. Very good, my little mice. That is all for today. You see how well the meadow mice mother brought up her children, and how carefully she taught them about life. If they had been wise and always minded her, they would have saved themselves much trouble. Seven of them were dutiful and obedient, but the largest of the eight and the finest looking liked to decide things for himself. And he often laughed at his brothers and sisters for being so afraid. Because he was so big and handsome and spoke in such a dashing way, they sometimes wondered if he didn't know as much as their mother. On a sunshine day, when all eight children were playing and feeding together in the short grass, one of them saw a great black bird in the air. Oh, look! She cried. That may be a hawk. We better run. Pooh! Said the biggest mouse, "Who's afraid?" Mother said to run. They squeaked, and seven long bare tails whisked out of sight over the stump. "Ho ho!" said the biggest little mouse. "Before I'd be so scared. I dare you to come back. I dare you too." Just then, the hawk stopped, swooped down, and that is the end of the story. For after that. There were no little foolish meadow mice to tell the story. The end.